It's Sunday, March 6th. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news today. We will not comply with the institution's sick illusion. No, it won't be televised. Welcome to the revolution. We Empire collapsed. And as the empire uh, uh, collapsed, uh, uh, I moved in and picked up the pieces. Uh, first in Hungary in 1984, uh, uh, and then Poland in 87, China in 87 as well. Uh, and uh, so this is how the, this, uh, what I'm, the Soros Empire. Uh, <laughs> replacing the Soviet Empire. <laughs> and how do you think you're doing in your imperial ambitions? So George Soros, with U.S. taxpayer money, has spent over $10 billion in the last 20 years uh, in Ukraine for the overthrow they executed eight years ago. And he went on CNN, he went on Bloomberg, we played both the clips here, I'm not going to play them again today and said that he quarterbacked the overthrowing of that and intends to overthrow the Russian government and Vladimir Putin and have a leftist color revolution in Russia and then use the bordering states that are not ethnically Russian uh, to have an anti-Russian phobia, like you have an anti-white phobia here being funded by Soros, and then break up Russia into at least four parts. That is his stated goal of the foundation he heads with Fiona Hill, the Open Society Foundation. And they say the operating system of the Caucasus in Eastern Europe and Russia will be transgenderism for men and lesbian relationships for women. I don't dislike any of these people or groups if they're adults and want to do things to themselves or drink Drano, for that matter, or cut your penis off. That's your right. I'm a libertarian. But when you target children with it, it's evil. And this has really pushed the Russians over the edge. And the left tries to gaslight in the last few weeks with articles where I point out that Russia is enraged uh, by this uh, sexualization of children, the pedophilia. They, of course, have banned in a whole bunch of countries in Europe, Eastern Europe, including Russia, adopted children to Europe and the U.S. because so many end up being raped and murdered. Uh, I mean, look that up. That's a real thing. So they have Rolling Stone articles and others making fun of me about it. But then they had the head of MI6, 
They had the head of NATO. They had a bunch of U.S. senators and Soros all say the main mission is to turn Ukraine into LGBTP. I mean, they said the LGBT part and the targeting of the children. So I know that sounds whacked out to say that's the ideology of the left, but that is the ideology. We realize how weaponized it is to get men to not marry women and vice versa and to castrate little boys or chemically castrate them. That's how you kill people. If they line you up and shoot you, like when Soros helped do when he was a kid under the Nazis, people would fight back. But if they convince your child when they're five to have their balls chopped off in a couple of years and take away parental rights in a cult, they can terminate the child. Listening to an InfoWars.com frontline report. It's Alex Jones. Well, we've got a massive amount of key news and guests tonight on this live original Sunday, March 6, 2022, wartime broadcast. I am your host, Alex Jones. Thank you so much for joining us. Filmmaker, author, of course, also the son of Oliver Stone, good friend of mine, Sean Stone. He's an expert on Ukraine, an expert on Eastern Europe. He's written books about it. He's got a new book out on the global deep state and the new world order. Of course, his father made uh, several films about Ukraine and the Soros overthrow, and that is Ukraine Burning and one other film. He'll be joining us in the second hour tonight. Longtime InfoWars reporter who then went to work the last few years at The Blaze, Savannah Hernandez is now doing work with Truth Social. And she is with the convoy that entered D.C. today, but hasn't gotten all the way into the main area of the Capitol, uh, the ceremonial areas, uh, all the monuments, because the traffic is so massive, the city is now completely, basically in gridlocks. So we've got a lot of that uh, coming up for you. She'll be popping in with us at the bottom of the hour, and then tomorrow she will be joining us uh, with live video feeds from D.C., and by the way, Truth Social is now up and running. The bugs have been worked out, and we're getting a lot of people following us over at the Alex Jones area at Truth Social. So glad to see that Trump has gotten that open, independent social media system launched. Great job. Okay. Speaking of Trump, when Trump's right, Trump's right. When he's wrong, he's wrong. We know he's a whole hell of a lot better than active globalists like Soros-controlled, Bill Gates-controlled Biden, who's actively cutting off our energy, destroying our borders, while still buying oil from Russia. How he squares that, well, we'll lay that out coming up. But first, I want to play a clip of Trump talking to a famous golfer, and they had him on speakerphone. This this just came out today, and so they released it uh, out on Instagram and YouTube and everywhere else. This is uh, John Daly, the famous golfer, and Trump talking about Russia and Putin. And why is this important? The New York Post first reported weeks ago that Trump had threatened to nuke or attack Moscow and, quote, blow up all those beautiful gold towers you've got there in Red Square if you attack Ukraine in any way. He uh, reportedly also told Xi Jinping the same thing about Taiwan. Well, now the National Archives was consulted and did find references to that in those conversations, and now we have President Trump confirming, indeed, that was the case. So for four years, Russia did not make any moves against Ukraine. 
but they did eight years ago with what we saw with Obama, and we saw it again happen under Biden. The idea of blaming Trump for peace deals with Russia, peace deals with China, peace deals with North Korea, and then now claiming it's Trump's fault is asinine. It is George Soros and the globalist's fault for poking the bear and moving weapons in there and bragging about it on national TV. Doesn't mean I agree with what Putin has done, but they started it, and now they want the Ukrainians to fight to the death against it as a smokescreen for what's happening by design in the Great Reset with the world economy. This is a big deal, though, and here is the video of the real president, President Trump. He was a friend of mine. I got along great with him. I say, Vladimir, if you're doing, we're hitting Moscow. I said, we're going to hit Moscow. And he sort of believed me, like 5%, 10%. That's all you need. He never did it during my time, John, you know. No. We're all talking about it. No, it's Why funny. He this during the last four years because he knew he couldn't. It's funny how she didn't bother you either. Yeah, no, she didn't bother me. And he, I told him the same thing. You, that, that'll be next. Yeah. You know, that's going to be next. Taiwan will be next. You, you won't have any computer chips. They'll blow them off the face of the earth. Yeah. You won't have a So that's Trump confirming um, what his policies were. And we know he publicly told North Korea, China, and Russia that if you attack any major capital preemptively, uh, we will then hit you. And Putin and Xi Jinping believed it, so they didn't. But under Biden, who they've blackmailed, both countries have, have paid off him and his son on record. Well, they knew to make their move because they knew he was weak. So for all the leftists cheerleading for Ukraine and Zelensky and you know, saying we need war with Russia, no-fly zones, and massive sanctions and all of this, it's you guys that allowed this to happen in reality, not in the fantasy land you live in where Trump and myself and, 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 and conservatives and Christians and populists are Russophiles. We're America-files. We support America. You guys are America-phobes. That's the reality. Now, there's a bunch of these clips. You know, he said in the State of the Union, Biden, a few days ago, the puppet president, the uh, reanimated corpse that's up there speaking, that Iran invaded Ukraine. Well, now he's topped it. Didn't even correct himself. He's now come out and said that Putin has invaded Russia, which I guess is this is like the snake eating its tail. Or in some stranger eons, maybe even death may die, as H.P. Lovecraft once said, because it actually is where Russia was born. So even though he's wrong, it's not technically Russia. It's where Russia actually started a thousand years ago. <laughs> In the history book. So he's wrong, but he's right. Here it is. What's going on uh, internationally? Um, how do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Nothing like this has happened since World War II. Now, let's, let's listen to an even bigger idiot. And again, I have hung out with Sean Penn, and I've run into him backstage uh, at the DNC when I was covering that, however many years ago that was, 12, 13 years ago in Denver. And he is literally a moron. When he plays the part of the cool pothead 
that, you know, the drug dealer in fast times at Ridgemont High, the reason he did such a good job is he's a moron. He's a moron. And he runs around to every big event trying to be a hero, trying to find a hero, and he has endorsed Zelensky, another actor, of just being God, being the most incredible person he's ever seen. Zelensky is a Soros puppet that has been lying every step of the way and who ran his mouth about war with Russia and helped all this happen. And he's been posting video he shot years ago of himself in combat outfits as if he's at the front lines lying to people. So just because I don't like Putin invading Ukraine doesn't mean I've got to like Zelensky and all these other idiots. But I'm telling you, Sean Penn is so stupid that I'm not being mean. I don't think he could work at McDonald's. And here he is gushing over, I mean, just look at him. It's like a vegetable. A burnout, mindless vegetable that thinks he's important. And we have to sit here and listen to this guy. Listen to him gush over Zelensky. If he knew that he was born for this. Oh. But it was clear I was in the presence of something, and again, I think reflected of so many Ukrainians, that was new, that was new to the modern world in terms of courage and dignity oh. and love that, that comes out of the man and the, the way he has unified that country. And I think Mr. Putin certainly added to paving the way to that. But this is such an extraordinary moment and I was endlessly impressed and moved by him and terrified for him and for Ukraine. An empty, lying sack of garbage paid by Soros to go over there and she'll BS on us. Unbelievable. All right, I'm going to get to the serious news when we come back, okay? Because there's a lot of it here on Ukraine and the world and the economy. That's really the big news is what it's doing to the economy and how the economy is already sliding over the edge, but this is just accelerating it and where all that's going. And then we've got huge COVID news where Biden secretly paid over a billion dollars to mainstream media to sign agreements not to talk about vaccine damage, confirming the criminal racketeering. Whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy, we will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. The days of independent media are numbered. The government has made it illegal to oppose them. They are now debanking us behind the scenes. They want to bankrupt us and make us go away quietly. Practically half the population wanting to lock the unvaccinated up in camps. The traitors know they can shut us down by force. But that would accelerate the awakening exponentially. So be it. Make them silence us by force. This is the final battle of the information war. Give now. Buy products. Donate. Before everything changes. We need you to carry us through to the end. Victory or death. Go now to InfoWarsStore.com. The average person on the face of this incredible planet is still unaware that there's a war between free individuals and nation states on one side and the globalists on the other who are literally trying to create a post-human world. 
from the United States to Brazil, and of course triggered by the Brexit in the UK, nations were pulling out of the private, corporate, fascist world government. That's why they launched their Great Reset. And their program after collapsing us of Build Back Better. This is nothing more than a top-down, vertical consolidation of the world economy. And because they couldn't take our guns, and because we wouldn't bow, because the left, which is the ideology of this world government system, couldn't win, they released a biological weapon on us. Now we know, two years ago, we learned about it about 20 months ago. It's that simple. They can't beat us because of our free speech and our guns. So the global corporate combine released COVID-19, and you know the rest is history. Expose this paradigm, and we win. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. trying to take Ukraine with limited casualties and limited loss of life and infrastructure. He said that on record. And as soon as the Secretary of State announced that NATO was going to be sending fighter jets to use the airfields outside Kiev to attack Russian forces, the Russians destroyed all the major airfields around Kiev and three other cities in one hour. So Russia did send in its conscripts, its, its draftees, kind of like McNamara did in Vietnam, to draw out the enemy, to use up the ammunition. It's a pretty cold-blooded move. The real Russian army has been sitting back, waiting. And now you're starting to see it move. And you're starting to see a lot of precision devastation. Also, it's confirmed, and it's on record, that the... Ukrainian forces and the three main Nazi brigades that are actually, they wear Nazi outfits, they wear swastikas, they haul Hitler. Those three groups are not letting Ukrainians evacuate to the West. It's all on video. It's all on Infowars.com. We have a live update page with just hundreds of links. And they are hiding in schools that no children are in and hospitals thinking Russians won't shoot at those, but then... Redditors and Twitter users have flooded there, leftist, literally with pink and blue hair and all the rest of it. The photos and videos are insane. There's articles and videos about it on Bandot Video. And they are geolocating, because CNN said, geolocate where you are when you sit in your footage so we can give you credit and buy the footage from you, you know it's real. So they're geolocating videos and photos where they're with the rebel forces. And the Russians then artillery attack or bomb with jets or missile strike the grid on the GPS. I mean, that's a whole nother show, folks. Uh, I forgot to tell the crew to get the videos and articles on that. But there's a big section on InfoWars.com, a live show update page where we have some of that. Again, there's some videos on the front page of Bandot Video where other reporters have gone and shown this. It is, it, it is just next level to have CNN. I'm sure you've all seen it. Because CNN doesn't normally have viewers, but it does during a war. So I've been watching it some and you know, other channels. 
And they're on there saying, be sure and geotag your videos and photos so we know it's real. And then the left, thousands of citizen journalists, I guess to be heroes, and it's a big story, are pouring in and even showing off their guns they've got, and then they're dying because they're tweeting and Facebooking and Redditing geolocated videos and photos that anybody can go get and find out the location of. Here I am with the Ukrainian fighters in this school, and then 10 minutes later, artillery shells rain down on them and kill everybody. And so you'll see headlines like, oh, Russians attack more schools. 50 schools destroyed today. But you don't see the word children, though, because there are no children in those schools. you got to really ask yourself how we're ruled by people like the CNN crew. Or, or maybe they just want to see Ukrainians killed. Be sure and give us your geolocation. That then anybody can get. You don't have to tell people when they come over to my house, hey, please don't, if you're going to take photos in my house, please don't geolocate it. Please. And they look at you like you got three heads. And I'm not even a tech guy, but I remember 20 plus years ago, I had reporters in my house and they go, why do you have a camera, I mean, a, a tape with a piece of paper over your webcam? And I said, because oh, the government routinely just dials in on those and so do foreign governments and hackers. Of course, years later, the FBI director said you should do it, all the rest of it. But again, that's the naivete of the public. And, and I'm digressing. I'm sorry. There's so much news here. We'll hit all the Russia stuff and more next hour, but let me hit some of this right now. U.S. and allies quietly prepare for Ukrainian government in exile and a long insurgency. And I can tell you, the Green Berets and the Navy SEALs are in there training the insurgency right now, and the U.S. is basically at war with Russia. And this is just a bad thing anyway you slice it. Putin says Western sanctions are akin to declaration of war. And that's what sanctions are. What do you think cutting off our pipelines and doing one-sided trade deals with China is? It's war against the American people. It's called siege. Putin warns against creating no-fly zone over Ukraine. So, here's the video. Secretary of State Blinken goes out and gives a speech. You can watch the whole press conference. It's on Infowars.com. And says, oh yeah, we're sending them planes. We're sending them planes now from Poland. So the Russians then bomb all the airfields. It's going to end with Ukraine prevailing. Secretary of State Blinken says, NATO countries have the green light to send fighter jets to Ukraine. Zelensky pleads with the U.S. Senate for fighter jets and Russian oil embargo in call with U.S. senators. Guess what Schumer also called for? He called for the lockdowns and the, and, and the COVID emergency declared two years ago by Trump to be kept in force, but the Senate outvoted our Hitler clone. That's another form of siege against us, ladies and gentlemen, is trying to keep those COVID restrictions in place. NATO nations can send jets to Ukraine, ban on imports of Russian oil being discussed. Yahoo. Furious Zelensky lashes out at weak NATO for not imposing no-fly zones. Cartoon villain or rational actor, the problem behind the goodies and the baddies, foreign policy.
White House says it's working with Poland to get jets to Ukraine. Warsaw says it's not true. Over 3,000 Americans have applied to join the Ukrainian military. But in a poll, it's wealthier Americans who support military involvement in European war because they don't have to go fight and die. And look at this. The Ukrainian peace negotiator, who was the interpreter, and, and not that he need much interpreting, but there were some Americans there, has been shot dead amid claims he was a Russian spy after the latest meeting. So that's how the Ukrainians are behaving. That's not too smart to kill some of the negotiators. We got so much more coming up. Next segment, we'll learn about the convoy. Because, you know, the U.S. government's still trying to make truck drivers that cross the border either way to take injections of this deadly gene therapy. And so we need to remember that they're going to try to bring back all the COVID restrictions if we don't continue to expose the fraud it was. If we just brush ourselves off from the last year of abuse, last two years of abuse, and, and, and go back you know, to, to the next big story that's war, then Fauci and Gates and the New World Order and Pfizer and Moderna, none of them get in trouble for what they've done. So that's very important. And Savannah Hernandez doing news reportage with Truth Social, who's in D.C., will join us. And then we're going to get into the huge COVID news. It's the biggest yet. And Sean Stone joining us on the burning of Ukraine. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lives. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist-controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario, and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into Infowars.com, because truth is absolutely paramount. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and former InfoWars reporter Savannah Hernandez has worked with The Blaze and is uh, doing work with Truth Social. 
uh, is up there covering the people's convoy that started arriving from all over the country in D.C. today. And the big online and uh, Apple and iPhone droid apps for traffic are showing that the entire beltway around D.C. is at a standstill tonight as the trucks get there. And I'm told that trucks have already started getting into the main area of D.C. where all the different memorials and government buildings are and are reportedly honking their horns, pointing out that they want the COVID-19 police state to end. We have had the U.S. Senate vote to end the national emergency, but the House still has to do it. But in blue zones, in many areas, they're vowing to keep the mask on forever. And CNN and others are saying keep the mask on forever. So we're starting to win the war against the COVID power grab, but we've not won the war yet. We've just won some major battles. So Savannah was just able to uh, get to her hotel uh, and to give us a report. Savannah, great to have you with us tonight. Tell us what you've been witnessing as you followed the convoy. Having me here today. So we today were watching the convoy. They actually haven't made their way into D.C., but they went ahead and did two loops around the Beltway, which is made up of the I-495 and the I-95. And they said that they did this because they're trying to be strategic of course, they don't want a January 6th 2.0 type of thing happening. They're very wary of the government trying to, uh, you know, stage a false flag, make them look bad. So they're being very strategic. And they did two loops around the Beltway today. There were thousands of vehicles in tow. We're talking semi-trucks, uh, Jeep, SUVs, regularly like a Toyota Corolla. This is called the People's Convoy because it isn't just semi-trucks. It's people from all over the nation. It started off in Adelante, California on Wednesday, February 23rd, and we are now on day 12 of this convoy. They've made their way to, again, the D.C. Beltway. They're currently in Hagerstown, Maryland, where they stopped for the night, and they said they're going to continue to drive this beltway until that national emergency is declared over. They want Biden to stop uh, basically you know, impeding on everybody's rights and freedoms, and they're not standing up for the majority right now who keep saying, Oh, why are these people even protesting? It's pointless. They're standing up for the minority, the police officers, the nurses, the military personnel that are still being subjected to forced vaccination and are still being fired because of this national emergency order. Well, just overnight, Savannah, we're told, forget about COVID. It's all over now. Let's move on to Ukraine. Let's move on to Russia. Like somebody flipped a switch. And they want to now tell us that Russia is the reason we're about to have a worldwide economic meltdown or that energy prices are up. But, but we know this was already all unfolding long before. And again, we're showing some of the shots. Local news is reporting that the Beltway is basically at a crawl, very unusual for this time of night. So you say you were there, Savannah, and that there are thousands of vehicles. And Alex, you bring up Russia, Ukraine. I had to pay $4.70 for a gallon of gas yesterday here in the D.C. area. The gas prices are absolutely ridiculous over here. And yes, you're completely right. Our entire media has shifted the narrative. They want us focused in on Russia, Ukraine. They're painting Russia as this bad guy, as Putin, as the wor worst thing that's ever happened. When in reality, the biggest threat to America right now is Biden, this administration, and this regime that is destroying America from the inside. Biden and many of the other people in this administration are already trying to say that the truckers in Canada were insurrectionists, that the Canadian 
uh, officials should have used federal powers to shut them down. So, of course, the American truckers here still trying to get their voices heard, but be a lot more strategic about it because many of them are very fearful of our government because they have seen the overreach. They have seen the power of the media and painting them as these terrorists, these domestic insurrectionists. And we've seen the government come full force against these people. So the truckers so far have been very friendly, very energetic, but of course, very cautious of the media. They're cautious of who they talk to because they do not want the narrative being rewritten um, about what is what this is about. Again, they want all this to just go away. And some people are saying, hey, COVID's over. Why are you complaining? But as you said, the U.S. government's trying to make Canadian and U.S. truckers that go back and forth across the border take these deadly shots, use these apps that track everywhere they go. But if you're an illegal alien coming across the southern border, you don't have to. Energy from these truckers has been amazing. They're freedom-loving Americans. I actually did a video yesterday where I had truckers give me their first name, where they were from, and an item that they delivered to the American people that we may take for granted. So I heard things like balloons, corn, onions, cucumbers, a children's playground. So many items are delivered to us from these truckers, the same truckers that this administration has come down on, has taken rights away from. And I even asked them, what are you fighting for here today? And so many of them said that they were fighting for their freedoms. They were fighting for their children, their future grandkids. They were fighting for your kids because they realized that our country is not the same place that they grew up in. And now is the time to fight for their freedoms and stand up. So, again, the truckers said they're not going anywhere until this national emergency is completely lifted across all states, across the entire country. They have had enough of this nonsense and they will continue this protest until their voices are heard. Let's talk about Truth Social. Uh, I have uh, really been excited to see it starting to work the bugs out and millions of people joining it. I know you're uh, covering things for Truth Social right now. Uh, what's your view on uh, where you think Truth Social is going? Great platform. We know that censorship has been one of the biggest issues that anybody in the media has faced, really. If you're willing to tell the truth in this space, if you're willing to expose corruption, you're going to be censored at one point or another. My favorite part about Truth Social so far is the fact that I've actually been able to see what's actually going on in Russia. We're seeing that commentary. We're seeing the political analysis about NATO, about why Russia has made these moves. So it's a very interesting site. And again, um, they describe it to me as basically like a big tent site where they want people from all aspects of politics and all over the world to be able to have a conversation censorship-free, so that way they can talk about their ideas, people can understand different viewpoints. So it's been good so far. Of course, it's in the beginning stages, so still working out a lot of kinks, but I think it's going to be great to have another platform where people can spread the truth and where we can hear from former President Donald Trump, another man who has been very heavily censored. Well, Savannah, I can't wait to see you out there on the road tomorrow, and I'd love to have you here with us during the weekday show to uh, break this down on the live feed, but I can't think of anything more important than peaceful Americans going out and showing their discomfort uh, with the ruling class trying to put us under a biomedical permanent martial law grid. In closing, what do you make of the leaders of the peaceful Canadian trucker protest held in shackles, held without bond, facing 10 years in prison, uh, being treated like they're Al-Qaeda? Federal government 
encouraged the Canadian government to use federal powers to shut down these truckers shows us very well what they think of the American people. Look at the fact that the DHS just updated their terrorism bulletin to add misinformation and disinformation online. Essentially, if you don't trust the government, they're trying to paint people as domestic terrorists because they question the government because we see that it's all corrupt. So we should be very wary of this administration and how they view American freedoms, because we've seen the immense attack that every single American has been under over the past two years. And it's absolutely disgusting. So please use your voice while you still have it, no matter who you are. The American truckers making a very big impact and making a very strong statement here. Every single American needs to continue to do this, not be distracted by what's going on abroad, but focus in here at home and send the Biden administration an important message that we need to bring America back and we need to stop allowing it to be destroyed from the inside by these corrupt officials. Savannah, I totally agree. Shifting gears out of the truckers, I want your view on the situation in Ukraine straight ahead. We'll be right back. With the world awakening, I think it's important that we rise to momentum right now, take advantage of this moment. And I've always an idea that's something everybody can do, that every listener can do. I think it'd be powerful and effective for us to, uh, you know, hang banners over highways. Imagine a giant banner in LA or Atlanta that says, Alex Jones is right, InfoWars.com, or we stand with the truckers, arrest out, or whatever. It's Brother, I'm so glad you called elaborate on this. Yes, now is the time in your small town or your big city to write something on the bathroom wall or to put a sticker on your car or banner hangs over highways and it will be a chain reaction. What do you recommend people say on these banner hangs? I have a few ideas. First of all, Alex Jones is running Arrest out. Arrest out. The vaccine is poison. There's tinds of things. I say just keep it short. Keep it concise. No, I agree. Arrest Fauci. Arrest Bill Gates. The COVID vax is poison. Beautiful. Yeah, there's ways that we could all be involved and we could all be affected. So that's what I'm calling about. God bless you, Chris. In Atlanta, I really, really appreciate you calling us today. Thank you so much. Experience the next level in high-powered energy nootropics with our latest Brain Force offering, Brain Force Ultra. Now it is easier than ever to take in the new liquid form with eight beneficial super ingredients. Brain Force Ultra is the result of years of enhanced formulation. Free of toxic additives, each ingredient is specifically selected for its many key properties. Some of the proprietary super ingredients behind Brain Force Ultra include Rana seed, which is loaded with energy compounds and antioxidants that have been used by Amazonian tribes for centuries. Alpha GPC, a natural compound found in the brain that delivers an essential nutrient, choline. And ginkgo leaf, which is also known for its exceptional antioxidant content. This product is more than twice the servings of our Brain Force Plus as well, so you know it's packed full of the good stuff. Destroy that brain fog today and secure your bottle of Brain Force Ultra before it is completely sold out at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All about freedom. 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 Welcome back here to this live Sunday transmission, March 6, 2022. Freedom. Freedom. 
Freedom is under attack right now in Russia and the U.S. and worldwide. And governments everywhere are using it to shut down free speech. Look at this. We're talking investigative reporter Savannah Hernandez, also a great videographer, and she is on the ground in D.C. where tens of thousands of vehicles have shown up in the American Freedom Convoy against the police state. And there she is on the great Truth Social. Russia blocks Facebook and Twitter. And then Facebook put out a statement saying, soon millions of ordinary Russians will find themselves cut off from reliable information, deprived of their everyday ways of connecting with family and friends, and silence for speaking out. We will continue to do everything we can to restore our services so they can remain available to people to safely and securely express themselves and organize for action. What happened to 90% of conservatives, it's estimated, have been taken off Facebook or, or Twitter? What about the president being taken off? What about all of that? So CNN, ABC, CBS, BBC, all cease Russian broadcasting because they passed a law saying it's illegal to put out fake news. I don't agree with what Putin's doing. America's supposed to be the example of free speech, but we have this paradox where the corporate media that censors and spies and controls and says they want people arrested for their speech or sued out of existence for questioning mass shootings or any other event, but then they cry bloody murder when somebody censors them and says, oh, it's a human right to have access to Facebook. Oh, only for Russians, not for Americans. After we build it, we promote it, we send people there, and then they take it away. Savannah Hernandez, your take on this and and Russia and Ukraine and where you think it's all going. Well, I would have to thank you personally, Alex, because you were one of the first people that was laying out exactly what was going on in Russia and Ukraine and one of the only people. So when all of this was first developing, I, like the average American, don't have a long historical understanding of the tensions between these two areas. And so I tried to Google it. And of course, there were no articles about NATO, about the West's influence with Ukraine, about why Russia has been so aggressive or why they decided to invade Ukraine. And so you were one of the only people that was talking about this issue. And I was even telling all of my friends, if you really want to know what's going on over there, go to Bandot video and go listen to Alex Jones, because he's one of the only people actually laying out in a historical context what's going on. So it's been very difficult for the average American to actually understand what's going on. And now the censorship is cracking down. We aren't allowed to hear from Russians at all. Russian people are being you know, attacked themselves. They can't use their own bank accounts. They're being censored. We can't see any information coming out of that country. Ukraine is being propped up here in the U.S. And we see all of the same warmongers, all of the same politicians, and all of the same media who have lied to us for the past two years, propping up Ukraine. And it's baffling to me that conservatives who, you know, said that, oh, these people are sworn enemies for lying to us. These same conservatives are now on the side of those pushing for war in Ukraine. It's absolutely disgusting to me. I want the truth. I listen to your show because I want the truth. So I'd have to say thank you to you for, um, you know, again, highlighting and exposing what's actually going on because you're not going to get that from the mainstream media or even from a Google search. Well, that's why it's important to show all the different angles. We show the different propaganda from Russia, from the United States, from the UK, from Ukraine. We show it all, and both sides are obviously being deceptive, My big takeaway here is that 
Soros overthrew the elected government eight years ago. He bragged about it. He says he's conquering Russia. He brags about it on TV, and then they go and poke the bear. What do they expect to happen? And and then that's my first question for you. And then secondarily, I know a lot of prominent prominent conservatives. I know a lot of people in the media, you know, off record, they tell me what they really think. They're all so sick of Soros and Hollywood and the left that by them endorsing Zelensky, they're now siding with Putin. I think we should be neutral. We should call for peace and not be part of this. But I'm telling you, the establishment is so hated in America that the majority of people I know, Christians, conservatives, you name it, they are all actually rooting for Russia. And that is a reflection of how discredited our political elites are. What's your views on that, Savannah? Exactly. And again, just being on the ground, being at the people's convoy, they are so careful with who they talk to. And why is that? Because the public has lost so much trust in the media because they know that the media is going to take a situation and they're going to spin it for whatever's popular, whatever's going to get the most clicks, whatever's going to get the most attention, whatever is going to make the most money. And that's what's happening right now with Russia and Ukraine. We are not getting the truth. Why? Because the military industrial complex wants to make money off of this war. War between Russia and Ukraine because war is a very lucrative thing. That's why we're seeing all of these politicians who are going to be making copious amounts of money off of this, pushing this in our faces. I was reading at the beginning of all of um, the conflict a Politico article that was essentially trying to push us into war with Russia and painting the narrative that we immediately needed to attack them and be on the side of Ukraine. The, the article was sponsored by Lockheed Martin. At this point, if people don't see what's going on, if people don't understand that we are being baited into a war that is only going to further enrich the same corrupt politicians that continue to lie to us, I don't know how to help you know that that American. So uh, we do have access to information like your broadcast, like Bandot video. You do really have to research and be very diligent about finding the truth about what's going on. But that is our duty to do so, so that way we're not sending uh, you know innocent people to go die in a senseless war. Absolutely. And all the corporate media here in the U.S. saying no one should be able to question the official narrative when the official narrative is being proven to be a lie every day. There was no ghost of Kiev. There was no actual shelling uh, of the reactors. They were not damaged. They shot up a command building that had troops in it shooting at them. And I'm not defending the Russians, but nobody died at Snake Island. So much of this has been downright, complete, fabricated lies. And I mean, Alex, think about the fact, too, that if you even do want to understand why Russia is being so aggressive, you're immediately labeled a pro-Russian Putin apologist. Are you kidding me? So, again, the censorship that we initially experienced online was just setting us up for censorship in the real world. Now people are even afraid to question anything that isn't pro-Ukraine or to maybe look into some of the history with why Putin may be acting the way he is because they're immediately labeled pro-Putin and so they're scared to speak out against it and question things that we should be able to question at a basic level. That's right. Well, the Russians are in a real war against Western high-tech anti-tank and anti-aircraft missiles. This is not like when the United States goes in these third world countries and our troops on the ground certainly fight and certainly face small arms and uh, explosive devices. But this is a real war and the Russians are dying by the tens of thousands. And you better believe the Ukrainians are dying by the tens of thousands. This is horrible. And we pray for peace and we pray uh, for uh, NATO to announce that it will not absorb Ukraine and so that uh, Putin can pull out. Uh, Putin's even uh, talking about expanding more uh, behind the scenes from our intel. 
Uh, and I just think that's a terrible idea. I understand why Putin was pushed into this from his perspective, but long term, this is going to be bad for the people of the world. And I hope it stops soon. Savannah Hernandez, you'll be joining us at noon tomorrow, live from the convoy. Great job. We're watching all your great reports over at uh, Truth Social. And people should go over there right now and get the app and follow you on Trump's new system that's got millions and millions of followers and is working quite nicely now. And that's at SAV says, or Savannah says, and on Twitter at rapid fire underscore P O D. Thank you so much, Savannah. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. All right, folks, we are listener supported. Our number two is coming up. We cannot fund this operation without your funds. Now I've been selling iodine for 10 years, not the crappy toxic stuff from the store that works great topically for cuts and things or what hospitals use. Real atomic crystal iodine. And ladies and gentlemen, we have it in X3 at InfoWarsStore.com. And even though it's going to sell out in the next month, we won't get more of it probably until the fall or, or, or maybe even later. It's going to take a while to get this. They're talking about six months maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, X3 is 50% off. And look at these articles about it. Google searches for iodine pills skyrocket. Russian invasion of Ukraine, President Putin ordering nuclear uh, deterrent forces to be placed on special alert has gotten a lot of people concerned out there to try to uptake their iodine levels in case there is a radiological event. It can offer some protection. But that's not why I sell this. I sell it because most people have iodine deficiency. It's used in every electrochemical action of the body. It's critical for immune system. It's amazing. It's next level for people that have been trying all the supplements and had a great effect, but want something to take them to that next level. It's X3, 50% off, InfoWarsStore.com. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into InfoWars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. Stone is going to be joining us. He is an author. He's a filmmaker. He's a friend of mine. He did a great job on Jesse Ventura's show, helping produce it, exposing the plan for lockdowns uh, 12 years ago before it happened. He's going to be joining us coming up. And I've had him on as a guest in his own right, but his dad, obviously, is one of the greatest filmmakers ever. Oliver Stone, also an amazing screenwriter. But he's an expert on Ukraine, but show is Sean Stone, who's a world traveler and met with many of these world leaders and has made films about it as well. So we'll talk about Ukraine on fire and more coming up with Sean Stone in a moment. 
I'm getting a lot of calls. I'm getting a lot of emails and calls and people reaching out to me, including family. And they're saying, Alex, what do we do if there's a nuclear war? How do we protect ourselves? And I say, well, don't live near a big military base or key infrastructure uh, in case there is a strike, but also promote peace, promote justice, promote an awakening. Uh, point out that the globalists want a war, a nuclear war for depopulation in their own doctrine, and that the U.S. and Russia have first strike in their doctrine that they may strike the other country first. Push our governments to demilitarize when it comes to nuclear weapons and to not continue to develop new and more deadly weapons. That is just common sense. But as long as the New World Order is in there pushing tyranny and, and, and pushing division and pushing proxy wars, that's not going to happen. So now we're on the verge of a major nuclear war, and many political scientists and analysts around the world believe, in fact the majority do now, there's a consensus that the world is in the greatest danger of nuclear war it's ever been in. Major hedge funds and major banks are out there saying 10% chance of nuclear war in the next six months. Man, that is just such an incredible number, and, and I tend to agree with that number. So I'm seeing a lot of stories out there about iodine being bought off the shelves, medical iodine that's not for ingestion, topical iodine that's not for ingestion. Uh, I see the potassium iodide pills that are for nuclear war being bought off the shelves. And I just want people to understand something, that that's only for one type or group of isotopes and is something that helps you with most forms of fallout. Uh, but I don't promote and sell the highest quality deer birth crystal iodine for nuclear fallout reasons, even though it's something that mitigates it some. But there's nothing like peace that mitigates it, so it doesn't happen. It's essential to all electrochemical activity in the body, and it is essential for your immune system. And the UN estimates, and I agree with the number, I've looked it up, that over 2 billion people have cognitive disabilities and lower IQs because of deficiency in iodine. China adds it to their salt. The U.S. government used to. But now they don't do that. They add the bad halogen, fluoride, bromine, bromide, chlorine to the water that does the opposite. So out of all the things we sell and the things we do, true deep earth crystal iodine with all different three types, the uh, atomic iodine and two other types for better absorption, is in X3. And we were ending the sale of X3 at 50% off, but then I noticed everybody was buying it up, and I don't want to gouge people during something like this, so we're offering it at 50% off until it sells out. X3, 50% off for your stamina, your libido, your immune system, your energy. We have a flash sale of bodies, ultimate turmeric formula, 95% humanoid, so good for your body, your cells, your immune system. It's 50% off, though it's selling out. And Brain Force Ultra, powerful, clean, nootropic brain boost that hits very, very quickly, and I like it because it wears off in two to four hours. Brain Force Plus does it in about five to six. Turbo Force is next level, 10 hours of intense energy, three different types of nootropics. One is a powder, one is a pill, and Brain Force Ultra is a cold-pressed liquid taken under the tongue. It is 40% off as well, but if you want iodine, and you want to stock up on it, and you want to experience what it does for your immune system and your body, and support the InfoWar and keep us on air. It's available exclusively at InfoWarStore.com or by calling toll-free 888 253
We are now into hour number two of the Sunday edition of the Alex Jones Show. An old friend of mine, author, filmmaker, Sean Stone, joins us. He is an expert on geopolitical events, and so is his father, who's made the two absolute definitive films on the ongoing Ukraine crisis, Ukraine on Fire, and now his latest, Revealing Ukraine. Ukraine on Fire came out, what, six, seven years ago, Revealing Ukraine 2019. Here's the trailer for Revealing Ukraine from Oliver Stone. clashes in Ukraine's capital, Kiev. What we saw here today was a revolution. I'm an outsider to this situation, but I would like to jump into the action. In recent days, Kiev has turned into a full-scale war zone. Sabitia, которые проходили в тот период, сначала акции проходили мирно, замечены нами радикалы, которые относились правым партиям, неофашистским организациям. Создавалось такое впечатление, что в посольстве Соединенных Штатов существует штаб, который управляет этим процессом. Байдена, вице-президента. Но дело в том, что господин Байден говорил одно, а в Украине делали другое. Questions of credibility are being raised after a private chat between two top U.S. diplomats was leaked online. So you had this remarkable phone call where you have these two senior officials of the U.S. government apparently talking about a coup or how they were planning to restructure the government of Ukraine. Сценарий захвата власти и государственного переворота. We saw in the 1980s, the Central Intelligence Agency had been largely discredited because of scandals that had been exposed in the 1970s. They still want to get rid of certain governments. They wanted regime change in Syria, for instance, regime change in Iran. And they have a lot of allies now inside the news media, inside the government. And that means that they can do a lot to control the narrative. And it works with the American people. NATO has expanded into 13 countries. Почему мы так остро реагируем на на расширение нас? Когда страна становится членом НАТО, ей уже очень трудно сопротивляться давлению со стороны такой крупной страны лидера НАТО, как США. И там легко появляется, может появиться все что угодно. Система противоракетной обороны и новые базы, и если потребуется и новые ударные комплексы. А нам что делать? The United States is imposing new sanctions in key sectors of the Russian economy. After the third wave of sanctions hit Russia, the tensions between the two countries skyrocketed. So the question presents itself. Are we truly witnessing the beginning of Cold War 2.0? Well, you talk about tomorrow's news today. Oliver Stone knocking it completely out of the park. And we've got his author, filmmaker, son in his own right, good friend of mine, one of the help uh, produce the great Jesse Ventura uh, series that exposed COVID-19 12 years before they launched it, SeanStone.info. Sean Stone joins us. Again, he's a media host, author, actor, poet, speaker, and above all, truth seeker and spiritual activist. Sean, uh, great to have you on. Man, did your dad, and, and also you've been out there, warning of this, call this 
way in advance. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're also going to talk about your new book that I'm going to read as soon as I get it, New World Order, A Strategy of Imperialism. We'll talk about that as well coming up in about 20 minutes. But first, wow, good to see you there on the video. And where do you want to start? Wherever you like. I think that Ukraine on Fire trailer really sums it up, doesn't it? What what strikes you in that video? It's very much a color revolution that we saw. We, those of us that have been paying attention saw it all through the 2000s, right? When we start, first started hearing about Soros' color revolutions in the former Soviet countries, you know, in Georgia, Ukraine, uh, uh, you name it, uh, Azerbaijan, right? There were just countless of these also in the North Africa and Egypt and whatnot. So you're just seeing, you know, you're seeing that strategy. And what's amazing to me is that's obviously... You know, you saw the tensions heating up in 2014 in Ukraine. Well, then they turned the color revolution here because because Trump won in 2016. So they had to target Trump. Right. He got in the way of their plan, which was really to do what they're doing now back in 2017 with Hillary. And Biden was running the whole show. They admit, uh, what is it like for you to be right in the middle of this, traveling the world, talking to world leaders, making your own films and books, uh, you know, just like your dad, but from your own perspective, to see him so right now? Because this is like... A time machine. It's like your dad had been in a time machine to the future, and now everybody's rediscovering these already hit films, hit documentaries he made that just absolutely nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, I mean, remember this this was a huge issue at that time period of the twenty, you know, post twenty fourteen. What do we hear? They were screaming all the all the you know the the Romneys and the Democrats and everybody was screaming about Russia, right? We saw the new Cold War at that time period in, in uh, 2015, 2016. And, and then the only thing that stopped it was was Trump, right? Because Trump was saying, look, you know, we're, we're, Na- we're America first. We don't necessarily want to stick with NATO. You know, screw NATO. You know the history of NATO? As you know, Alex, I mean, NATO is very much constructed off of former Nazi apparatuses. Uh, you know, there's Operation Gladio, which anyone I'm sure familiar with the show lay, knows Lay about. that out, because a lot of people haven't written books on the subject like you have. Explain to people that Putin is not making this up. No. No, he's not making this up. Back in, okay, think about, just take Ukraine. There was Operation Nightingale, which was run by by ex-Nazis and Frank Wisner, our, one of our uh, deputies of the CIA in the late 40s, setting up stay-behind armies, doing assassinations, all kinds of disruptions in the Ukraine at that time period, which was part of the Soviet empire at, the, at that time, right? That's just one of many examples. There was Gladio, which was the NATO operation, all through the post uh, World War era. And there were a lot of fascist ex-Nazis that were part of the NATO apparatus, right? I mean, people may have heard of Reinhard Galen, right, who was one of the instrumental founders of the CIA. And he was a former uh, Nazi intelligence head who was focused on on the, on the Soviets during the World War. So a lot of, as we know, paperclip in America. Klaus right, Barbie, uh, all of them, exactly. And that's the best way to put it. Ukraine had some of the biggest stay-behind networks ever put in it, and they used Nazi networks, the CIA did, uh, to uh, do that because the Nazis had occupied Ukraine for four years, so they had the networks already in place, and those networks have still been there till today. Exactly. I mean, they, they were, the NATO itself, as I said, was based on the Nazi infrastructure of fighting the Soviets, right? That's what NATO was designed for. So to sit here and go, why is NATO still in existence when the Soviet Union collapsed in 91, Right. Why do you have NATO as a, designed as an anti-Russian uh, alliance? And by the way, doesn't this go against George Washington, our founding father, saying no entangling alliance? Trump should have got us out of NATO. If Bolton's right and Trump would have got us out in this time period in the second term, good for him. We should not be part of NATO. This is an entangling alliance. 
that does not serve America's interests. This has nothing to do with American security. And there's no Ukraine doubt that Putin wouldn't have invaded if uh, NATO was not trying to basically pump arms into Ukraine as a proxy war. That's an act of war. I'm not glad that Putin invaded, but what did people expect him to do? Your father made a film, what, six, seven years ago, warning this would happen, and now it has. That's right. The problem is that you have too many people, especially in the Western world, who don't know their asses from their mouths, so all they do is talk shit. And you're talking about someone like Putin who actually uh, does what he says? I'm sorry, it's a different capacity of leadership. When Putin said Ukraine and and Georgia are are not going to join NATO back in 2008, uh, why do we think that he wasn't going to stand by his word? Why do we we treat Russia like some third-rate dictatorship like Iraq or Syria or, or Libya that we can just overthrow? And obviously we've seen what happened, right? We went we overthrow these governments. We support coup. We support uh, terrorists against these against Syria. I mean, Russia is a different caliber. Russia is the biggest country power. in the world geographically. It's got the second largest nuclear weapons arsenal. Uh, again, exactly. They're starting a fight. They're they're writing checks that we can't cash. Whether people want to kill Putin or not, whether he's the devil or a good guy, this is not tenable. And the American establishment is insane. That's that's the point. This is the liberal establishment of Soros, of Biden, of Clinton. And I say liberal. I mean, Bushes are part of this. Cheneys are a part of it. But it's a liberal ideology of globalism, as you know. And my New World Order book talks about it. It's a global agenda, right? The idea is to bring all of these countries under one world financial control, right? IMF structures. That's what they've done to the Ukraine. Revealing Ukraine exposes how Ukraine was the richest country coming out of the Soviet Union. What happened to it? Now, as the, as Sean Stone, stay there. Up, I know you're an expert on this. You know more about it than I do. Uh, we'll talk about it more and your new book. Everybody can get it at Amazon.com and other places. New World Order, A Strategy of Imperialism. And it's all about what you see happening right now. Get his new book right now. It's got four and a half stars. Get it today. New World Order, Sean Stone. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation is being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored. You can be arrested. You can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes Infowars.com more important than ever. Mike in California, thanks for calling. I think we're barking up the wrong tree, calling this gain-of-function research. Now, if you read the actual you know, 2014 legislation, the U.S. government gain-of-function deliberative process and research funding pause on selected gain-of-function research involving influenza, MERS, and SARS viruses. It does nothing about SARS-like viruses, and it's a research funding pause. It's not a stop. It's not a prohibition. It's when you come to a four-way intersection, there's the stop sign. You stop, you look both ways, and then you 
proceed. And so it's also, it doesn't pause all gain of function, just selected gain of function. But they'll argue that this is actually characterization and qualification research. So, you know, Rand and others, you know, maybe Fauci was right. They don't quite know what they're talking about, calling it gain of function. You know, that's why he didn't perjure himself. That's why he hasn't been arrested. Because they're literally creating new synthetic life forms that mimic what the viruses do. But in the main definition, it's still a gain of function. They're making something deadly that spreads more easily to hurt people. Thank you, Mike. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I've known Sean Stone. Wow. I've known Sean Stone like 15 years, maybe longer, uh, but got to know him really well working on the production of Jesse Ventura's TV show that was so groundbreaking, it got censored. A bunch of the episodes we worked on got banned, and you go find those banned episodes online. People just have freaked out over them. Tens of millions of views, more views for the show now in the future than when it got back then, and it was very, very popular back then, had millions of viewers then. Uh, Sean Stone is, 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 is not overshadowed by his towering father, who makes so many serious, also interesting films like JFK, uh, the list goes on and on. Uh, really what Hollywood's missing today. But he, in his own right, international journalist, produces international TV programs, news programs, author, filmmaker, so much more. And when he talks about Ukraine and, and, and Europe and Russia, he knows what he's talking about. Now, I talk about Cecil Rhodes and the globalists and the model they use. His book is about that, and he goes deeper than I've even gone. We're going to talk about that in the next two segments. But in this shorter segment, continue to give us your view and, and, and your understanding of what's happening in Europe and how you, because not just your dad back with Ukraine on fire seven years ago in this new film a couple years ago, but you were coming on my show warning of this six, seven, eight years ago as well. So you have really been on this. Uh, why did you see this coming so far away? Because there's an inevitability to the global to the globalist push, right? I mean, not globalization itself, which is to say we've always been globalized in some capacity since you know, the days of Alexander the Great, right? Connecting empires. I mean, trade trade is one thing. Forcing forcing uh, debt slavery on people is a whole other issue. What happened really, it seems, since 2014 was the Europe basically trying to enforce a deal with Ukraine. That's why they got rid of Yankovich, because he was he, he didn't want to take the deal that was basically going to say, you have to take loans from us. You have to be part of the IMF, Euro, European community, as far as uh, finance is concerned. That's why they ousted Yankovic, because he wanted to take a loan from Russia, right? So, I mean, Putin's perspective is, look, Ukraine should be neutral. Ukraine should be able to, to deal with both both Europe and Russia. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be one or the other. But post 2014, that you've seen a res, uh, resurgent nationalism, right? That's very much staked with some of these neo Nazis, you know, that have that have infiltrated the military, the government. Um, so you know, Zelensky, you know, is Jewish, sure, but doesn't mean that he's not beholden to Kolomoisky and these oligarchs, right? That are completely Kolomoisky wasn't he was banned from America. I think uh, Glenn Beck did a great segment about Kolomoisky. He was banned from America until Biden got him free because Kolomoisky was backing Hunter Biden's uh, Burisma deal, right? So we've heard about Burisma and this whole thing with Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden getting deals. Well, they're very integrally connected to the oligarchs running Ukraine. And guess who's one? Probably the second most powerful person in Ukraine is George Soros. Soros has been all over this place fu- uh, funding. The various organization, you know, various uh, anti-corruption things. Well, guess what? That's exactly how they run corruption, right? When Biden fired the, the prosecutor who was investigating Barisma and Hunter Biden and Kolomoisky and all these characters, you know, Biden fired him, right? Uh, had him fired 
back in 2014, uh, 15, 16 time period. That's right. He brags about it. And, you know, when you talk about Nazis, just to interrupt her, it's so important. It's all over you saying Trump's a Nazi when he was so pro-Israel or I'm a Nazi or anybody that questions critical race theory is a Nazi when we're actually opposing Nazi-like ideology of, of people are bad because of what color they are. Now, that's what the Nazis do. These are real Nazis. The most real Nazis in the world are in places like Ukraine. Not all of them, but a large minority. And that is a fact. This is not debatable. These people hold positions in parliament. They literally do the Heil Hitler salute and wear swastikas. So when our media tries to ignore that, it totally discredits everything else they have to say. Of course. I mean, they're, they're ignoring the fact that we, back in 2016, the Cong initially Congress was trying to stop uh, putting money towards uh, Ukraine because the Azov militia was integrated right into, into the Ukrainian military. And the Azov is notoriously a, a neo-Nazi battalion. And so originally they said, well, we can't fund you. And then quietly they do it. And, and there was even talk about this back in 2016, you know, wow, the Azov is neo-Nazis. But then ever since then, they've just hushed it up. And, you know, it's, it's again, it's just continuous. These people are hypocrites, as we know, you know, within the establishment, within the media, they are hypocrites. Why is it that they were, you know, the, the same CNN that was pro, you know, pro-war against Serbia, pro-war against Baghdad, pro-war against Libya, uh, you know, pro-war against Syria. All of a sudden it's, oh, no, we're anti-war. Give me a break. These people are, they're arming Ukraine. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, do you did they not understand that Ukraine is is like Mexico or or Cuba to us? I mean, of course Russia would fight over it. If we had if Russia or China was putting missiles in in Mexico, you don't think people would have a problem with that here? Sean, again, you predicted this. Uh, you, you 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 did interviews. You did reports on it. Now tell me what you think is coming next because you have such a deep understanding of this. I want to know. My family wants to know. The listeners want to know. As somebody that's been a trailblazer, and it's just true, folks. I know I'm I'm gushing. I gush over people that are accurate way beforehand. That's what I'm always searching for. That's that's the holy grail of news and information is people that really understand subjects. What do you and your circle of researchers that I know are some of the best think is about to happen? Look, I mean, the Russians, I, I see the Russians being very smart, very calculating. The media keeps saying that they're losing. I just see them as... They're not trying to, to take civilian casualties. I mean, that's the point. Russia it, Russia sees Ukraine as their cousins. At 1900, it was Kiev, Russia. Okay, this they are they are the same people. Now there is a there is a Germanic faction that's in the you know that's Western Ukraine. There is the blonde blonde eyed uh, blonde uh, blonde and blue eyed faction within Ukraine. So it's not to say that all Ukrainians are Russians, but at least half the country is ethnically Russian, speaks Russian. So Russia is not going in there to destroy Ukraine. They are systematically, it seems, going after biolabs, going after the military, trying to make it neutral, as Putin said. It should be like a neutral Switzerland type of country between the West and Russia. That's his attitude. Now, I've heard from military intel that, there that the Ukraine was pushing for nukes. Now, whether or not they actually have developed them, I've heard breaking stuff. I haven't confirmed it, that the Russians did find I mean, some, Zelensky some said he wanted nukes. No, I've, Zelensky, Zelensky wanted, I've actually heard... Again, not confirmed, but from intel, intel people saying, yes, the Russians did find that they have dirty bomb or some kind of nuclear capacity that they have been working on in wow. Ukraine. Please continue. That's just the most breaking thing I've heard. And that came from a few days ago. And then I was someone else told me that independently today that they found it. So this is coming from high level military in, in the Russian side. So that's why I say I can't confirm it. But it does seem that this is a major aspect of why Putin decided to move. If there was not only the biolabs issue, there's, as we've heard about genetic warfare things, you know, as far as 
genetic smallpox, things like this, but actual nuclear uh, dirty bomb type of capabilities being developed. By the way, the Russians came out a week ago and said that they found all these bioweapon labs, and the media called it fake news, but we went and looked up old articles in Reuters and you name it, admitting the U.S. built level four bioweapon labs, and we did a whole report on it, Pentagon-funded bio labs in the Ukraine, banned out video. So that's a fact that that's going on, and our media says it's not true, Sean. Well, our media is a bunch of liars. I mean, come on. Didn't we figure that out during the Kosovo War? I figured that out in Kosovo. By the time of Iraq, I knew that there were no WMDs there. I know I was listening to Scott Ritter at Princeton when he came and said, look, you know, I was, UN, I was in one of the UN uh, chiefs of this, you know, uh, looking into Iraq. They don't have WMDs. This is made up. But guess what do the UN believe? The UN believed a little vial of white stuff. I mean, let's be honest. These people are crooked, crooked as they come. You're right. I want to get into your book when we come back. And by the way, I'm going to order a bunch of these. I haven't read it yet, but I know it's going to be excellent because I've read your other works. And you're just dead on when it comes to the Anglo-American establishment. Who really runs the New World Order? What is the Anglo-American establishment, ladies and gentlemen? That doesn't mean white people. It's, it's, it's a specific name. Where is it coming from? Where is it going? Who are the different power blocks? Where does he see it all ending? And how can we, the common people, get involved and stop this global conquest? Sean Stone's our guest. Stay with us. The globalist social engineers always intended to push their COVID biomedical tyranny lockdowns until the populations rebelled. They would then use that as the pretext for permanent martial law and banning and arresting anybody that speaks out against their lies. But because of so many scientists and engineers and researchers and others coming public and, and whistleblowers, now their whole project is falling apart because the people are aware that it is a world government corporate takeover. And so it's pulling back the curtain now more than ever. The problem is some globalist controlled areas are not going to give up on their takeover, like Canada, where they've now declared a civil emergency and martial law in Ontario and other areas of the world are following suit, like Australia. So pray for these folks big time. This is a very serious situation. And stay tuned into Infowars.com because truth is absolutely paramount. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. World War I, World War II. The Cold War, it was all about global empire. Who is the most powerful combine in the world? Is it the Russians? Is it the Chinese? Or is it the globalists? Well, we know it's the globalists. But who are the globalists? I mean, they write books about themselves. They brag about their plan. goes back to Cecil Rhodes over 130 years ago. And I know he's made films on it. I've seen the reports he's done. He's traveled the world exposing it. And now he's written a book about it. So if you want to understand the Russia phobia and, 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 and why these powerful globalist forces are hell-bent on taking over Russia and why George Soros brags that he will be the emperor of Russia. I played that clip at the start of the show. Why do they have such enmity and where is this all going? Well, I would postulate the globalist created the communist state of China. It's kind of double-crossed them. And, and, and that's a beautiful thing because I don't defend Xi Jinping. I think he's a super tyrant. 
uh, you know, compared to, to somebody like Putin, who's more of a strong man. And then we have the really true sophisticated evil perched on top of America and Europe, in my view, that is sucking off of us and hates us as much as they hate the Russians. So I see that Americans and Russians really have the same foe. We're just more occupied by it. And through Trump and populism, we're trying to throw off that yoke. That's probably an oversimplification, but I want to get Sean Stone's expert view on that. The new book, New World Order, A Strategy of Imperialism. Get yours today. Uh, Please, at bookstores and, of course, Amazon.com and SeanStone.info. So, Sean, please continue and lay out the book for us. Yeah, I'll just give, I'll give a plug real quick. People can contact me through Sean's.info if they want a signed copy of the book. That, that's another option. Um, so the book, I mean, you know, we talk about who's the head. Of, it's very difficult to locate who's the head of the serpent, right? A lot of people talk about World Economic Forum these days, right? That's, that's become part of the common parlance. That That's definitely know, the mouth are, of it, in my view. That's definitely well, the spokesperson. Exactly. And who? so who trained Klaus Schwab? Well, Schwab was trained by Kissinger, amongst others, right? But that's fascinating because my book is about Kissinger's lineage and how he was trained uh, very much through uh, his mentor at Harvard, William Yandel Elliott, who was a disciple of the Round Tables of England. And the Round Table factions really were born from, as you mentioned, Cecil Rhodes, not the first globalist, certainly uh, in the tradition of imperialists. Uh, who was who was his banker? It was, it was Lord Rothschild, I believe, uh, Nathan Rothschild, I believe. So the Rothschilds basically being con- very integrally connected to this whole operation, um, which shouldn't surprise people who've studied uh, globalization, right? I mean, the power of the Rothschild banking system, obviously the Rockefellers and other other elite families. But I also would argue that these are new money compared to maybe some of the older families that that are behind the scenes, uh, very much you know integrally connected to this to this whole apparatus of finance, like the Sachs Coburg Gothas and, and those folks. Oh sure, I mean that's that, that's I guess the the Queen's family is connected to the, the, to them, but ultimately it's like you know who finances uh, the governments, who 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 controls the central banks, who puts people into debt, because that's ultimately what this is always about, right? It's creating uh, debt slavery. I was mentioning with the Ukraine uh, before we went to commercial that basically at the end of the Soviet era, the Ukraine was was the richest, wealthiest republic. It was an industrialized nation. What do they do to Ukraine? The same thing they've been doing to America: deindustrialize it basically make it such that people become debt slaves that they're uh, this one lady put it on French TV. She's like, people are putting half their paychecks every month to their, to their gas, to their electric and gas, you know, and, and heating. I mean, it's crazy. Well, that's right. Soros what? in the full C-SPAN interview I saw from 2015 was bragging how he basically was already infiltrating it when Russia controlled it and, 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 and how he's been in control the whole time. And it's basically sucking it dry. Just as you just said. Exactly. It's, it's always about getting basically getting put people into debt slavery. That's really the globalist agenda. And so the more that they can use international bodies to do so, you know, like the IMF and World Bank, as we've seen throughout the late, you know, the, the Cold War era, John Perkins talks about this very clearly. Uh, John Perkins talks about this in his book, The Confessions of an Economic Hitman, right? Um, talks about how, you know, they put these countries into, into, into debt, deep debt that they can't afford to pay off. And then they basically go into these austerity programs. So this, there's always these different apparatuses, but ultimately the drive is to centralize power. And we saw it in the 2020 era. I mean, it was fascinating to watch all through this COVID debacle, how it was like the World Health Organization and all these non, uh, non-democratic non bodies are dictating, you know, uh, how to how to respond to a, to, a, to, a, to a bad cold. I mean, it was insanity, right? But again, this is surrendering power because what is the real target of the New World Order? The New World Order's target is America. America is the only country in the world premised on the idea that God gives us divinely equality 
and sovereignty that we empowered the government. No other country in the world does that. Every other country says the government, which used to be a king or an empire, gave the people some rights. The, 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 the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution say, no, God gave you the right as a human being, and we empower the government. And those powers we don't give the federal government are reserved to the states and the people therein. And that is why they hate America. Man, you are preaching it, brother. And, you know, we've gotten to know each other pretty good over the years. And I know you've had a chance to get into some of the highest levels of things where you didn't sell out. They, they bring you in and see if you want to be part of that particular arm. I've had a chance to, you know, meet with some of those organizations and groups. It's all different heads of the uh, same Hydra. But looking at it, what is their end game? I see it as total domination a global social credit score to be able to control every aspect of our lives, literally the biblical mark of the beast, to then force us to give up our humanity in exchange for being able to even live. I mean, I really see this as an alien takeover. And I don't say little green men or flying saucers, but a spiritual, dimensional uh, takeover of the natural order of humanity. I see this entire globalist movement as alien. Yes. A amen. Uh, so the sequel, really, the spiritual sequel to New World Order, the book, is the docuseries I just put out called Best Kept Secret. And you're featured in it. And it's a powerful docuseries because it goes into the nature of how the elite, the dark elite, use Franklin scandals, sexual, you know, sexual uh, pedophilia, satanic uh, uh, invocations, uh, really traumatic to traumatize people to, you know, to basically, hide, you know, to, to hide this this core of really, I believe, a satanic uh a satanic heart that's really behind it. I do believe there's a demonic force at work. I do believe this is a multidimensional war, a spiritual war. There is something beyond this physical realm, and this docu-series gets into that step by step. It's a powerful series. How do people find it? The, the best is on Vimeo On Demand, but so seanstone.info, my website, is the best place to link to. It's also on Iconic, our friend David Icke's uh, streaming, uh, Iconic.com. Absolutely. Sean Stone, best kept secret. Find it at his site, seanstone.info. Continue laying out this group's aims, and how do you think we fight back against it? Ultimately, I mean, it's the things that you know and you've talked about. That's why you're in the series. I mean, it very much is a spiritual war. They want the transhuman thing because it, it's designed to disconnect us. You see, we as beings, as physical beings in our bodies, we are connected to God in our very being, in our very breath, and every atom of our body is connected to the earth, right, which is God's universe. The more that they can basically move us into this sort of digitized, um, controllable, controllable version, synthetic version of humanity, right? And it began, really, you'd say Steiner and others saw it coming 100 years ago with the synthetics, the chemicals, the chemical warfare, the chemicals in our, you know, putting into our, talking about fluoride and things like this, put into our foods and our waters, the Monsantos, all these different companies. They were born 100 years ago, uh, really at the dawn of the First World War. And that synth that designed for synthetic life, non-natural, non-organic, right? The fact that you can go to a store and have to look for organic food is, should tell you everything you need to know. This is satanic. It is against that which is natural, which is made by God in the natural universe. It's an, they're creating a synthetic artificial metaverse, really. That's the way I see it. An artificial reality where they control it outside of God's domain. And you've been talking about this for decades, Sean Stone, and now here we are, and again, they hit us with so many different thousands of attacks and chemicals that you can't ever blame any one group, but when you add it all together, you see the agenda. Total sterilization, total death, where to have a baby, you've got to go have a chimera splice creation made that's not even really a human, and then your checkmate, the scientists now, are God. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, I mean, essentially, I, I remember seeing a few years ago the Chinese were developing artificial sperm. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what is that about? What What is the intention here of the gen? It's really, it's a lot of this is eugenics, right? I mean, again, talk about the Nazis. Why the Nazis in, inherited in eugenics, but guess where it really began? It began in the Anglo-American empires. It was the British and the Americans, as you know, that were hosting the first That's eugenics. That's right. Let's conference. talk about that with Sean Stone. Final segment, riveting information. We got to get him in studio soon. Selling products are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. And they will sell out in the next three, four months before I get more of the product in if I sell it at full price. But I want those of you that have been on the fence about getting Winter Sun or getting X3 to try the products and see how amazing they are. And I believe you will then get hooked on them like myself, my family, and the crew are. So again, both these products are back in stock. Both X3 and Winter Sun, they are 50% off for a limited time because they're going to sell out at this price. I would estimate in less than a month. So this is your chance to get X3 and experience the good halogens versus the bad halogens. This is your chance to have the highest quality vitamin D3 with vitamin K for your immune system as well. They're amazing and they're at InfoWarsStore.com. And the reason this is a 360 win is it funds the operation. I need funds to run the operation. You need to be healthy. We need to stay on air. It's a match made in heaven. It has been noted by many a historian that the first casualty of war is the truth. Then the next big casualty isn't even the people that die. No, that invariably follows. But first, there is the crackdown on populations, basic liberty and speech and massive censorship. And now across the world, from the United States to Europe, legislation is being introduced that if you amplify any, quote, pro-Russian information, you can be censored, you can be arrested, you can be imprisoned. And of course, now Canada's introduced legislation that if you have a thought crime and they think you may have the intent to engage in hate speech online, that you will be censored and arrested. Ladies and gentlemen, the authoritarianism is being carried out by the globalists around the world against humanity. That makes InfoWars.com more important than ever.